the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Are you ready for the Word? Praise Him. This is Pastor Pearson of Word of Faith Christian Center here in sunny San Antonio, Texas. A Bible-believing, Bible-teaching church where Jesus Christ is Lord and you'll never be bored. I want to welcome all of you back to our radio broadcast that I pray is being a blessing to you and yours. So sit back and relax as I bring a message from the Word of God just for you. But please, please, please have an ear to hear what the Lord is about to say. Because if you do, I guarantee that you'll be blessed today. So without further ado, let me bring today's message to you. We're sharing a powerful message with you that's called Walking Through Your Open Door. The Bible teaches us that God opens doors of opportunities for us that no man can shut on us. Doors of opportunity to get and to do things that we otherwise would have never got or done. The open doors of opportunity are only as good as our willingness to walk through. Because if we don't walk through, for whatever reason Satan convinces me and you, will never receive or achieve what God has for me and you. That's why it's so important, brothers and sisters, for us to learn to walk through the doors of opportunity that God opens for us so that we can step into all the things that God has waiting for us. So without further ado, let me share today's message with you. It's called Walking Through Your Open Door. But before I do, I got a question to ask you. Are you ready for the word? Because ready or not, here it comes. Romans chapter 12. Of course, you got to understand, most of us didn't learn this. I know I didn't. I testified. I didn't learn this. I learned. What I learned was if anybody hurt you, hurt them more. Anybody jam you, jam them worse. Come on now. I learned payback is a. Okay, see, y'all learned it too, didn't you? (laughs) amen Romans chapter 12 verse 1 Paul talking to his brethren he said I beseech you therefore brethren by the mercies of God or, 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 or under the light of the mercies of God because God's been merciful to you that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice holy and acceptable unto God which is your reasonable service and be not conformed to this world that word world means world system but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say, through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think more highly than he ought to think. Notice that of himself is added in by the translators. We're going to skip that for today to give you a more clarity of what it is that you ought to think. Not to think more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly. Be Have a clear mind according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. And then he comes back with a statement right after that. For, as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office, so so we, being many, are one body in Christ, and every one member one of another. And then he goes on to start talking about our gifts and all that other kind of stuff. So this renewing of the mind 
is not just talking about renew the mind so that you can be able to prove the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And many of our minds, that just thinks that means that we can get the blessings of God because God's got this perfect will for us, and he does. And he wants us to receive it, and he does. But yet he don't only want you to receive it. He wants everybody else around you to receive it too. Because this thing is spoken of in the context of all of us together, not just us individually. All of us together, not just us individually. Because God ordained families. God ordained friendships. God ordained people to be in one body. The Bible teaches in Ephesians chapter 4 that we're supposed to be knitly joined together. That we're supposed to be compacted by that which every joint supplieth. And of course, that which every joint has is love. And so since all of us have love, that helps us to remain tight with one another. But the moment we stop operating in love or they stopped operating in love, then all of a sudden we think that it's a reason for us to break apart. Oh, see, you, you crossed the line. You said what you wasn't supposed to have said. You did what you wasn't supposed to do. You done crossed the line. So as far as I'm concerned, ain't no coming back. No mercy. You get what you deserve. But he says, hold up. I beseech you, brothers, by the mercies of God, the ones that you've already received, whereas you crossed the line, but God gave you a way back that you quit tripping, quit thinking like you think, and renew your thinking. The body of Christ is being invited to renew their thinking towards forgiveness. To begin to think forgive first, not later on down the line after you've lost months, years, weeks, days, and allow strife to be able to get in and fester for all this time and set in good roots all up on the inside of you to the point when somebody still brings up something, now you burst into tears because of what they did, which shows that they got a good grip still in you. But we need to renew our thinking, renovate, just pull it all out and get some brand new thinking. And don't think any other way than what God tells us to think. Because if we think any other way other than God tells us to to think, it will then influence our behavior to be something else other than what God wants us to uh, conduct ourselves. Thereby, we never step into the fullness of who God has called us to be and made us to be. You got to understand that when you got boned again, you became God's own representative. When you became born again, you became God's own representative. And as God's representative, you now represent everything he's about. He left you on earth to be a spokesperson for him. He left you on earth to be an activist for him who causes that which he started in you to be able to continue in other people too. We learned last week how one man forgave another man of his, of his debt, his huge debt, but then set him free, but he was set free to go set other people free. But he didn't set his person free, thereby he got jailed. Why? Because he was supposed to be able to go and continue that love and let that love continue in the midst of everybody's life that he came around. And if anybody owed him, you let them off just like I let you off. But see, we Christians, although we've been let off the hook big time, that was supposed to be us on the cross. We were supposed to die a more vicious death than that, if there is one possible. And then after die, after we die, get put in hell for a long time to be tormented by stuff you can't even see because it's dark up in there. It's bad enough. You're tormented, but tormented by stuff you can't see. And then that's just a holding tank because after a while they empty hell out, drop your tail out and shake you out like, you know, from a shaker. And then you fall out and hit, hit, hit the, uh, the view of God and see God and see him in his excellence. He say, I got another place for you, but before you go, bow. And of course, every knee going to bow. Every tongue going to confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God our Father. 
Some of us, before we enter into our rewards, we're going to uh, uh, be able to say it. But other folk, before they go into that forever jacuzzi, they're called the lake of fire. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Ain't going to be no drinks over on the side of this jacuzzi, though. There ain't going to be no towels and stuff like that where you can come in and out of it when you want to. They burn forever. And so, and so, and so, God said, no, I'm leaving you here so that doesn't affect anybody. That when Satan gets his hands on anybody else, that because they're around you, they have opportunity and a doorway for them to come out of that foolishness, step back into love or step into love or connect themselves with me, seeing how I've set you free, that they want to be free like you, and then they can do what it is that God has called them to do. So you got to understand that God called you to help, other, help him help other people. God called you to help him help other people. Drop down to verse 9. He says, let love be without dissimulation. Of course, that word dissimulation means hypocrisy, which means it looks like it's one thing, but it's actually a whole other thing up under it. Abhor that which is evil. Cleave to that which is good. That word cleave, of course, means cling. Cling to that which is good. Hold fast to that which is good. We know the name of the Lord is good, so we hold fast to that. We know that the word is good, so we hold fast to that. And all that it is that the word tells us is good, and so therefore we cling and hold fast to that. So when somebody says something to us or does something to us that they should not have done, although we know that they deserve worse, we're going to cling to what the word says, and we're going to forgive just like God told us to forgive. I'm going to play that one back because I don't even think that came on tape. I know a couple of y'all said amen. But I don't even think it came on tape. I want folk to hear the awesome love that Word of Faith San Antonio walks in when they get these CDs and tapes. Whereas they know that they are in a people who hold fast to the word of God and are excited about doing what God has to say. So we're going to play that back. Because we hold fast to the name and we hold fast to the word, we hold fast to everything the word tells us to do. And since the word told us to forgive, we gladly forgive our brothers and sisters. Oh, yes, we do. We gladly forgive them. Now, don't let that be with hypocrisy. Because I'm teaching real good right now. A lot of people say amen up in here. But then step out of here, out there, where they are. And then we look them in their eye. And be like, hmm. Some of us came here looking at folk like that. Hmm. And then we come up in here. I love the Lord. He's mighty. He's mighty. He's holy. He's holy. Sweet and honey and honey come. <laughs> and we be like, whoo. He's sweeter than high and high come. Oh, how wondrous is the name of the Lord. Hey! And then we see the first, hey! That's love with dissimulation. I'm teaching real good right now. Now, you might have not been tanked up with enough love before you came up in here, but you're going to walk out of here with enough word and enough love to be able to look them in their eye and say, Hi. We'll start off with high. Hey, that's, that's, that's progress. <laughs> but we're going to make it to, I forgive you. We're going to eke it out. <laughs> I sound like we burped or something. Praise God. <laughs> but it's coming out, praise God. Yes, it is. So, 
Let love be without dissimulation. Abhor that which is evil, cleave to that which is good. Be kindly one, uh, affectioned one to another with brotherly love, in honor, preferring one another. Now, the only way you can do that is love. Because it's hard enough to prefer folk when they didn't do something to you. Amen. Y'all know it's true. Folk have trouble letting you in traffic. And sometimes we have trouble letting other people in traffic. Look, I've been in this line how long and you just going to pull up here? Oh, no, you going straight into them little, them little sand or water buckets and stuff over there. You're going to drive your tail right off into that. Amen. Uh-uh, you getting behind me. And then when they get behind and we look back at them and be like, so? <laughs> I'm teaching real good right now with all this dissimulating love. And out of preferring one another, here, you come before me. We got 89 items in our basket and somebody walk up with one thing and we look back at them and say, there's a thing over there you can go to. Rather than say, hey, come on here, you eat in front of me, you only got one thing. We'll do it for the first one. Then somebody else come up with two things behind it. We'd be like, that's it for the day. That's my quota. I gave one person a shot. We can let them through too. So we're supposed to be kindly affection one to another, have affection toward one another. But we lose our affection and our brotherly love after somebody did something to us. But we're supposed to let brotherly love continue. And we're still supposed to prefer one or another. Drop down to verse 17. We're going to skip that other part. Verse 17, recompense to no man evil for evil. Everybody in here. (gasps) Yep, it's in there twice. It's in another spot. Here he's saying right here in Romans, recompense to no man evil for evil. Provide things honest in the sight of all men. Why is that? Because if it be possible, as much as lieth in you, Live peaceable with all men. If it be possible, everybody say, oh. As much as in it, as lieth in you, everybody say, oh. Live peaceable with all men. Did he say all men? That includes the one that jammed you, jacked you. Now, see, most people misuse this scripture. They be like, look, it said live peaceable with what men as, as much as lie in you. That just don't lie in me, so... I don't went to my limit, and that's it. No, that's not what it's talking about. Because remember, the love of God has been shared abroad in your heart by the Holy Ghost. And that's what's in you. And, so, and, and since that's what's in you, then don't, if that's what's in you, then you got the ability to be able to take a licking and keep on ticking. To keep on letting love be without dissimulation. To keep on not rendering evil for evil and railing for railing. Hey, man. And live peaceable with folk. Dearly beloved, avenge not yourself. That's in the Bible. But rather give place, but 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 rather give place unto wrath. Now when I say place unto wrath, don't be thinking that he's saying, oh good, I can give wrath a place in my life. No, that's not what he's talking about. Because the next thing says, for it is written, vengeance is mine. I will repay, saith the Lord. Now, see, that means don't you go trying to get vengeance. Leave it up to me. See, this is a good word. 
God said, leave it to me. And I say, a lot of people be like, okay, well, Lord, get them. <laughs> Jag them, hurt them. Because you, you know what they did. This is a good word. Leave it up to God. God's going to forgive. In many situations, leave it up to God. God forgives. Some of y'all say, well, see, I ain't leaving it up to you then. <laughs> well, you just cut off your inheritance. You just cut off your blessing. So I hope you really get off while you're hurting them. Because you're going to be left off from getting what God has in store for you. So if that's worth it to you, go right ahead, my brother and sister. Let some vengeance out. Just, just let the wrath out. Because you ain't going to have nothing else. You might as well. I mean, just, just, I mean, I tell people, if you're going to hell, just bust it wide open. I mean, just hit it hard. I mean, if, you, if you're going to do something, do it strong. And if you're going to lose out on your inheritance, go out strong. <laughs> just going to mess it all up by just holding it against this person that did something to you. And just cut off all your, you're going to be broke because they said something to you. You're going to stay sick. Because they said something to you. You go ahead and let the angels back up off of you, the ones that's supposed to be protecting you. Say, well, I can't do nothing because I'm supposed to honor the word of God. And if they ain't honor it, I can't help them. So that you open the door up for your family to get jacked, your children to get jacked, sickness to be able to come into the house and then permeate itself. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's worth it. Go ahead. Just so that you can just let them have a piece of your mind. So that you can just, 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 just see them hurt. Wow, I'm laying up jacked up too. <laughs> oh, broke as get out. Everybody, does that sound stupid to anybody? Yeah. Good, good. Make sure you tell your friend when you see him. <laughs> Verse 20, 20 tells you what to do since that sounds stupid to you. Therefore, if thine enemy hunger, feed him. And don't put no strychnine in it. <laughs> if he thirsts, Give him drink and don't spit in it. For in so doing, thou shalt heat coals of fire on his head. Let's see, some folk be like, I get to heap coals of fire on his head? All right, now God flowing. Now, no, see, never superimpose your 20th century Americanized mentality onto a first century Eastern book. This ain't like putting barbecue coals on folks' heads and stuff like that and letting them burn. This is talking about making it comforting and comfortable for them. Because back in that area, like at night, it get cold in a mug. It's hot in a mug in the daytime, cold in a mug at night. And they used to take the coals in the fire, and then they used to wrap them up in the midst of those turbans. They had this way of doing it. I don't know how to do it. I beat them burn somebody up while doing it. <laughs> but they know how to take and select the right coals and put them up in the middle of the turban and wrap it up in such a way where they stay comfortable at night. And it keeps them from freezing and being cold. So you are making it comfortable for them by doing this. And I'm some of y'all thinking like make it comfortable for them when they heard me, you missed the teaching. No, make it comfortable for yourself, although they hurt you. Because the moment that you heap coals of fire on their head, make it comfortable for them, you've just authorized God to make it comfortable for you. But if you don't make it comfortable for them, God said, I can't hook you because it's tied together. Before you start talking about the mountains, get this forgiveness. Unforgiveness out of the inside of you. 
He said, he said, therefore, if thine enemy hunger, feed him. And if he thirst, give him drink. For in so doing it, thou shalt heap coals of fire upon his head. Be not overcome of evil, but overcome evil with good. I love this because it sets out the clear distinction of the two choices that exist with each and every one of us when evil enters into our life. And evil always enters into our life. Sometimes through spouses, family members, sons, daughters. Come on up in here. Parents, because parents can be tripping. Amen. Sometimes it's co-workers, friends, family, neighbors, all over them. Everybody. Somebody going to do you wrong. Have you ever noticed any time you get ready to move forward into the things that God has in store for you? Here comes something happening. And if he can't get you through the people that are outside because you all loved up with them, God said, well, let's see what you're made of. I'm coming right in your house. And I'm going to have somebody in there jam you. Somebody in there play you like they ain't supposed to play you. Let's see what you're made of. You say all that, let's see what you're made of. And he coming straight at you. You got two choices, brothers and sisters, when evil entered in your house. Either you can be overcome by evil. Ask me, how do I know when you overcome by evil? When you start responding evil to evil. When you start responding evil to evil. It just overcame you. Because now it controls you. Now it tells you what to do, what to say, how to conduct yourself. It tells you whether you're going to have a good day or not. It tells you whether you can go to the fellowship with all these powerful ladies over there or whether you stuck at the door and can't go no further. It tells you. Tells you whether or not there's going to be a wonderful day or not. Get a phone call. Be all la-di-da all day. La-di-da. Having a good time. Running through the tulips. Singing songs and stuff like that. Oh, how wondrous is the name of the Lord. Oh, how. Oh, how. Hold up. My phone. How wondrous. Hello? What? Just took you. Snatched you. Just took, just took you. It's just, you mind. You smile when I say smile. You mind. You grin when I say grin. Forget that moving forward through your open door. Sit your tail down right here. You ain't going no further. You stuck in 1974 when they jammed you. You don't understand. They cheated on me. What year was that? 69? 69? As in 1969? Dang. You'll never make me cry again. No, they do it every time you think about it. Amen. Choice number one is to be overcome of evil. Choice number two is to overcome evil. But the Bible tells you how to overcome evil. Look at that. Next two words. With good. So the way you overcome evil is with good. But that's not the way we was taught. Backing up to Romans 12, 1 and 2. That's not the way we was taught. We were not taught to overcome evil with good. We're told to overcome evil with more evil. They hit you, hit hit them harder. If they play you wrong, push them as far away from you as possible. Say, you get up out of here. I don't want to see you again until you learn how to act like you got some sense. I'll slap your teeth down your throat if I ever see you again. Now, now there's a place for parenting. Don't mistake me. Don't be letting folk run ruling crazy up in the crib. But the other side of the coin is, is make sure you overcome evil with good. Well, that's all the way I have time for today. I hope that you are blessed by what the word of God had to say. Hope that you're seeing that it's true. There really are doors of opportunity that God's open for me and you. 
doors of opportunity to acquire and achieve awesome things that God has prepared for us. Doors of opportunity that God expects to be walked through by us. I hope even more that you're being inspired to do what God wants all of us to do. That is, walk through the doors of opportunity that He's opened for me and you. So that we can walk through into the awesome things that are already awaiting me and you. If you want to hear a message in its entirety, just contact the church office at area code 210-785-9238. That's area code 210-785-9238. Or write us at Word of Faith Christian Center, 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, 78213. We'll be more than glad to send it out your way right away. But it's always best when you can get it live. So if you're in or visiting San Antonio or surrounding areas, come on by and see us. We're located at 1928 Bassey Road in San Antonio, Texas, between West and Blanco. Service times are Wednesdays at noon, Thursday evenings at 645, Saturday afternoons at 430, and Sunday mornings at 8 and 11. If you don't have transportation or you're in need of a ride, we'll come and get you. We have a VIP transportation service that's available for every service. We'll pick you up, bring you to the church, and then drop you off at home after it's over. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. If you need a ride, we'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be blessed when you do, and we will too. And since we're talking about coming through, there's something that I invite all the young adult Christians out there to do. We invite all the young adults in San Antonio and surrounding areas to come out to our Young Adult Fellowship this Friday evening. It's called GAA. That's short for Generation Anointed and a Fire. GAA is a young adult ministry with a different flavor for a different generation. It's a ministry for young adults, ages 18 through 30-ish, who come together to celebrate the awesomeness of being young, brilliant, beautiful, born again, and fired up for Christ. Fellowship starts at 7 p.m., and it lasts until they go home. AGW hanging. Child care is provided at no charge, and VIP transportation service are available for this too. Just call the church office and arrange a ride. We'll be glad to come and get you. So come on through. You'll be so glad you did. It's just good to find some other young saints in San Antonio who are walking this thing out God's way. Whoever thought of being young and saved is boring must not know G-Dub. Don't forget to tune in to our broadcast tomorrow for more of this life-changing word we have in store for you. Call a neighbor, call a friend, tell them to tune in. But when you do, know that we're going to ask the same question of you. That is, are you ready for the word? Y'all stay blessed. See you tomorrow. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.